Let us pray. God, open our ears and our minds and our hearts to the preaching of your word, and may your good news begin with our quiet worship and spread into joyous good news around the whole earth. This we ask through Christ our Lord. I'm so happy to introduce to you our youth preachers this year. Today is Youth Sunday, and um, we'll, we'll acknowledge, well, let's go ahead and acknowledge them now. Could all of our youth group members, past and present, please stand? Back there, too. Wonderful. So many of them are participating that it's around the entire space. Um, and I'd like to introduce our preachers for this Youth Sunday, Miles Wilkerson and Maisie Wilkerson and Carissa Chirpus. Tell us some good news. Hi. <laughs> we have gathered here today to celebrate the youth of our ministry and how they can and do participate in this church. The adults of this fine ministry work day in and day out to put together a great and amazing service that we have every Sunday. So first of all, I would like to commend Father Michael and Reverend Allison for, because writing a sermon is hard and stressful. <laughs> in the book of Kings, chapter 17, they speak of Elijah being sent to a woman by God to feed him. She fed him and gave him a drink with trust that God wouldn't let her run out of supplies. You all here today are not much different than her. Every Sunday you wake up and drive to church with no worries the service will have flaws because you all trust our wonderful priests, Reverend Allison and Father Michael. The woman I spoke of from the Book of Kings had so much faith in God, she gave Elijah the last of her rations that she needed for her and her son. Soon after, her child became sick and died. She blamed Elijah for this. He then said to her, give me your child. Elijah took him up to the loft where he had been staying, laid him on his bed and said, Oh God, my God, put breath back into this boy's body. God then heard Elijah's prayer and brought the boy back to life. In response to this miracle, the woman exclaimed, I see it all now. You are a holy man. When you speak, God speaks. A true word. Another example of people's love towards God can be found in Luke 7. Jesus and his disciples enter a village of Nain and come across a funeral procession. Jesus sees a dead boy being carried away, and this breaks his heart. His mother is a widow, and now her son is dead. Not a good sight for Jesus. Jesus then went over to the dead boy's coffin and touched it. He said, young man, I tell you, get up. The dead son sat up in his coffin and began talking. Jesus showed him to his mother. They all realized Jesus had performed a miracle and granted a boy a new life. They were in a place of holy mystery, and God had done work in front of their eyes. After Jesus did this miracle, word of Jesus was spread across all over the country. That is a prime example of powerful faith, even strong enough to bring a child back to life. As I come to the end of my sermon, I leave you with this. Who or what are you willing to put your, such a great trust and faith into? Are you able to make such a giant step? 
Many of you might not be able at this time, but will you be ready when your time comes? Only you will know. Good morning, St. Wilfred's congregation. While I've been working on my sermon these past few days, I've realized it's definitely not as easy as it looks. I have no clue how our priests do this every Sunday. (laughs) With us transitioning into a new world, with changes everywhere, we need to realize faith when we see it. So we ask, what is faith? Faith, as in Hebrews 11, verse 1, tells us faith is confidence in what we hope for. Let's take a second and see that I have two apples in front of me and these two baggies, and they appear to be the same. No one's for sure that they are the same because everything has their differences, but they look the same. So keep this in mind while I continue with my sermon. While I was was reading through Kings verses 8 through 24, I realized an event that happened to me recently on June 5th and resembled something similar to what Elijah went through. I had my first track meet. No matter what happened at the end of the race, I gave my all. Literally, as long as I did my best, it would be okay. I had weird feelings from the time I got on the bus in the morning, but doesn't everyone? And once again, it was okay. Think, has there ever been a time where you gave all you had, not knowing or caring about what happened? That's truly faith. People here at St. Wilfrid's do it all the time. The overall theme of this passage is through faith, God will provide. That's truly faith. With this little passage from the Bible, as we see, to see that poor woman give up everything she had, the last of her food, the last of her oil, because she believed in God, and not knowing whether she'd run out or not, she was still able to give it up. A lot of us wouldn't be able to do that, but that was okay as well. Pretty much what I'm trying to say here is that if you believe and stay strong, you'll be fine because God will provide for you. Even though the apples are apples, God doesn't know, God doesn't give us things as we expect them. As you can see, one of these apples are cut into pieces. But in the beginning of my sermon, you guys believed in me that these apples were the same. But they're not. One's whole and one's in pieces. Like the widow, when she was low on flour and oil and thought that she'd run out. But surprisingly, she didn't. Because God was providing for her, because God is a provider. And with all your faith that you put in him, he'll give you just as much faith back and help you out with your journey along life. Good morning. When I was first reading these readings, I was really angry. What kind of a God would allow a woman's son to be taken away from her after all she had done for him. In the king's reading, the woman was on the verge of starvation, and yet she gave Elijah what food they had left. God kept his promise here by keeping the woman and the son alive. And then he goes and kills the son. What message was he hoping to send? That he was a cruel God, able to give and take away at his whim? This God in the beginning of the king's reading is a God I thought I was familiar with. My freshman year of high school, I was lost. I was like the woman, but instead of being on the verge of starvation, 
I was on the verge of taking my own life. When I first felt myself slipping, I turned to God, but I felt like he did nothing to help me. What kind of God was he? I had been so, oh, so alive in both my life and in the church, and then I thought he had decided to take it all away from me. When I pushed myself over the edge, two people, along with God's help, pulled me back up and took me out of the jaws of death. My mother and Allison helped me overcome my depression, doing all that they could to help me. At first, I kind of hated both of them. <laughs> God had abandoned me, so why wouldn't they give up on me as well? Allison helped me to see that God really does look to the needs of his people, as it says in the Luke. Even though she is here simply to help me recognize the fact that God still loved me, she took that task on, and I'm really grateful for it. Our lives are not in the hands of other people. Only God and ourselves can control how we feel, how we think, how we are. My life and my happiness were not saved because of a particular person. I was able to take back my life only by God working through me and letting him help me. In Psalms, it says, the Lord brought me up from the dead and restored my life as I was going down to the grave. These readings. In the end, God always comes back for us. He gave the son back to his mother in both Kings and in Luke. He gave me back to my mother. Life does not always work out like we want it to, but God has a plan for everyone. You just have to trust that God will take care of you. I had to be pushed to my limits to realize the good that had been in my life all along. My experience made me grow up fast, but now, looking back, I realize I was ready to grow. I needed to grow. These readings remind us that life is not fixed. It changes at a moment's notice. They also tell us that there is always joy to be had after the sorrow. We just need to put our trust into something we cannot see, only feel, and know that the Lord will make us as strong as the mountains. Only God's faith and our faith in him will help us through all the things life can throw at us. It took me a long time to be ready to enter into the next phase of my life. It took a lot of courage. The kind of courage it took for Elijah to pray for the son to come back, for the widows to get over what they had, had let throw at them, and for Paul to share his story. Today, I pray that each and every one of you can find that courage in your life. But what you do with my prayer is up to you and God. So the youth theme for this, this Youth Sunday was growing into a new world. And just watching all of the youth serving in the different ways they've served and serving today and seeing all of you, there has been a lot of growth. And it hasn't been easy growth, but I wanted to quote something Maisie said, when you give all you have and you don't know what will happen next, that's what the essence of faith is. So the good news is that when we're giving all we have, we may not know what's going to happen next, but we believe in a God that always promises new life. Amen.